Hello, I'm Elliot Knight, Director of the Alabama State Council on the Arts. Welcome to Alabama Arts Radio. Each week, Council staff will introduce you to exceptional artists and special people who make the arts happen in Alabama. Alabama Arts Radio features the visual, performing, literary, and folk arts that contribute to our state's rich cultural heritage. Join us each Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central to explore the diverse and dynamic arts landscape in Alabama. Hi, I'm Deb Boykin with the Alabama State Council on the Arts, and today we're talking with Angela Walker, who is the executive director and founder of the Huntsville Community Drumline. Angela, welcome to the program. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am so excited today, and thank you so much for having me today. Oh, it's our pleasure. Tell our, Some of our listeners may not be familiar with the concept of a drumline. Could you tell us what that is? I sure can. So the concept of a drumline, if you think about a marching band, and then you think about the percussion section, usually that would be considered your drumline, the percussion section, the drums, the marimbas, the maracas, whatever. Anything having to do with drums, that would be the percussion section. And usually the marching bands would have a drum line. So where we are located, we have Alabama A&M. They have a marching band and they have a drum line and it is absolutely phenomenal. So a lot of the students that we have here, they like to pattern themselves after many of the marching bands. Some of the HBCUs here, local or national, they have drum lines that it's just a real popular concept, so it's kind of fun for the kids. So that. even as part of a marching band, the drumline can keep the beat. Can, they can stand on their own. They and can they stand can... on their own. They can. They they keep the beat. And as a matter of fact, a lot of times, you know, you'll hear that during football games because you know there's certain times during the games where the band can't play, but a lot of times you'll hear the percussion the drum section. Line. Yeah, the drumline still playing, keeping that beat. Well, now, who makes up the Huntsville Community Drumline? We have several different components of our drumline. So we've got our mini masters, that's grades first through fourth grade. Those are what we call our babies. Uh, we have our fifth through ninth graders. Those are our stick masters. That's actually our performing group. So that's the group that we actually take out. So if you go look online or you go to our website, you'll actually see the stick masters and you'll see some of their performances. Or if you go on YouTube, you'll see our stick masters. We don't take the babies out yet. We don't take them out in public quite yet but we're actually grooming them because they'll be the successors to the stick masters they'll be your next stick masters that is correct we are we are here in your office and practice room and and your whole your drumline headquarters and i'm looking at the drums around here and they would be hard for your babies to even carry out right they They sit on the floor (laughs) and they play so no some of them do when they get to be a little bit older some of our taller ones they are so excited to try to lift the drums and carry them and then they promptly drop them and you know nearly destroy them so we (laughs) encourage them not to do that How do you locate kids who are interested? Actually in 2010 we actually started off with anybody who wanted to come I don't care how old you were if you wanted to come you could just come so we had a really wide 
span of, of, of or the age ranges, it was just very wide. We actually had some grown men who kind of wanted to relive their college days or high school days. So, but what we found happening was that on Tuesday, you would have one group practicing. On Thursday, you may have a totally different group because you know life happens yeah so that was probably for a couple of years and in 2012 uh, my son who is actually the lead instructor he came to me he said I can't do this anymore you know we don't have a consistent group you know we can't learn any new materials we just aren't really being able to move forward so he said I need a group that has to depend on their parents and they do not drive so that's when we actually started the Stickmasters, grades fifth through ninth grade. That's when we actually started the Stickmaster group. I mean, we just kind of took off from there because now you have a group that has to depend on their parents. They don't drive. So we started with that. And I want to say maybe about six months later, we had a really high demand for younger kids, parents who were like, this is great, this is great, can I bring my younger child? And I thought it was a good idea because that way they actually turned into a feeder program. So I talked to my son and I said, would you be willing to do this, you know, with the younger kids? I said, that you'll never run out of kids because, you know, once these kids go to 10th grade, we're done. And, you know, in about a year, you'll lose all of your kids. Excuse so me. he said, sure. So that's when the Mini Masters came about. So now we have the Mini Masters and the Stick Masters. And since then, it has just really taken off. And the community has embraced our group. And, and it's just been a really very loud but very fulfilling ride. <laughs> we don't turn any child away. The only thing we do ask is that they commit to the program. So we don't want this to be like a filler program. In other words, well, okay, there's no football, there's no basketball, there's no soccer. Okay, well, I've got some time. I'm going to go to Huntsville Drumline. That's not what this is about. It has to be a commitment. We instill that in the parents. We instill that in the kids. You have to commit to our program, even if you just do it for a year. But you can't do both because there's no coach that's going to say, oh, sure, you can go to drumline practice. They're going to expect them to be at practice, and we expect ours to be at practice. Now, at what point do kids age out of the program? They age out in ninth grade. So we'll actually have some kids who are already in their high school bands when they go to ninth grade because they've gone through our program. And so it's kind of like a transition period. Mm -hmm. And so we know that there'll be a little bit of a competition. Well, not really a competition, but a little conflict. But we're okay with that. Once they get to ninth grade, if their band requires them to you know, be at an event or practice and they can't be here, it's okay because ultimately that's where we want them. That's the band that they'll be right. They'll be working with next year exactly. exclusively. Exactly, exactly. Do you have much contact with the directors of the area bands? We and do. We do with some of them. Some of them will actually refer some of their students to our program. Most of them feel like it's been an asset. We're, we're not in competition at all with, with the bands. We, our program is totally different. We do completely separate types of music. We don't want our kids to be limited to any one type. So what we instill in them is we want them to be versatile. So in other words, whatever you learn here at Huntsville Community Drumline, we don't want you to go to your band director and say, well, over at Huntsville Drumline, they do it like this. We tell them 
you do whatever your band director tells you to do over there. So whatever type of music they're playing at their school, that's what you do. Whatever type of movements they're doing, whatever type of rudiments, uh, well, the rudiments are consistent, but whatever they're doing, that's what you do. So, because we had a hard time with that in the beginning. Parents yeah. say, well, they went to the Huntsville drum line. Why can't they, you know, just get right in here and do this? And, you know, the band directors are now looking at us kind of funny, like, well, it's like, no, 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 no. So we make sure that we instill in the students and the parents that we are Huntsville Community Drumline. Our goal is to get them to formulate a love for the arts and then be able to go straight from here to whatever band program, wherever that band director tells them, whatever instrument he puts them on, that's where we want them to be. We want them to be able to read music. So we, you know, focus on that as well. But we definitely want to be an asset to the programs that are Well, you're giving them the basic tools they need to succeed no matter what band they go to. Exactly. That's great. That's the goal. We have worked together at the Arts Council for several years, and um, that has been a pleasure. It has. has. It's been exciting for me to learn about the drumline and what it can do for kids. And you've told me that y'all have been in existence long enough that some of your kids have really gone on to to great success. Oh, my gosh. It's just been such a blessing. We we actually have one young lady right now who is playing the cymbals in the Air Force. That's just... Oh, in the Air Force Band. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So she was one of our original stick masters back in 2012. She was original stick master. Her name was Kaya, and she is now in the Air Force. We had another young man this past year who got a band scholarship up at Alabama A&M, and he's playing in their percussion section. And he's very special to us because he always comes back always comes back. He comes back to volunteer. You know, he started here when he was like 11 years old, went through our program the whole way, and now he's actually going into his sophomore year at Alabama A&M University. So these are the ones who come back and tell us. There's a lot of them out there. I would say at least 90% of the students who leave here go on to play for their high school bands, and then several of them have gone on to college. Our goal is We want them to be productive citizens. We want them to be able to give back. So if nothing else, I mean, we hope that they will go on and become musicians. But even if they don't, we want them to be contributing members to our society. And that's important. That's what we're instilling in them. Well, the essence of a drum line, you can't do it by yourself. You need everybody. Teamwork. That's right. You have to work as a team. You have to get along. Um, Part of our program is teaching them leadership skills because when we have new kids come into the program, it's their responsibility to teach the new students. So when we first started that concept, uh, they didn't get that. And so you'd have the ones who are more skilled and they don't want to always teach the new people. So my son, he kind of turned it around on him and he said, all right, so when they don't learn, you will face the consequences for that. doesn't mean that they're going to get in trouble for not learning. So that just kind of made them a little bit more eager to assist those who are just coming Well, and up. when you help them, everybody sounds better. Everybody sounds better. And that's a hard concept for young people to, you know, you know, again, yeah. these are fifth, sixth, seventh graders. So they don't always get that. So that is something that we have to 
instill in them, we have to remind them. They can apply that to so many other aspects of their right, lives. Right, exactly. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. And that's, that's really one thing that we have found about the arts, mm-hmm. children in the arts in so many situations. Not only do you get the arts experience itself, but it gives them so many other ways of looking at the world and so many other attributes that it's valuable whether they go on to do it the rest of their lives or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. These are life lessons that stick with them. And one of the things I'm really grateful for, especially with the Arts Council and the grants that I've received from them, it doesn't just affect the kids that we we you know serve here at Huntsville Drumline. It's their whole families because when we're out there performing, these parents and their siblings, they're attending events that they might not even been aware of. I mean, our schedule is unreal. We're at 50 to 60 events a year. What kind of events do your kids perform at? All kinds of cultural events, athletic events. We're, we actually have a 10-game contract with the Huntsville Havoc, which is a hockey oh team. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I mean, we are their official drum line. And hockey is not something that I would have ever even probably thought about going to, neither, especially not even the kids either. So, I mean, for us, I mean, you know, and loved it. Loved every game, you know, just the fights, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, I mean, this these are experiences that they will be able to say, hey, I got to chance to go to a hockey game, cultural events. I mean, we do church events, fairs, all I mean, we we they had us opening up at the county fair, anything, anything that you might want a drumline at, you know, a drumline to bring the excitement, or bring the bring the mm-hmm. noise, you know. They invite us to attend. We are scheduled there's a, a citywide kickball tournament coming up in in the middle of I May. I that be yes, fun. It's a celebrity uh, kickball tournament. So they're going to be all kinds of celebrity kickball, kickball tournament. Yes. So they've asked us if we would attend that. Juneteenth celebrations. Of course, Panoply of the Arts will be coming up pretty soon. Just arts festivals. The list goes on and on and on. For any of our listeners in Huntsville, there's no telling when you might run into the Huntsville Community Drumline. That is correct. And just please, please, please look for us. Look us up online and you'll find out where we're we're actually going to be going to the cookie dash. It's a 5K race. And at the end of the race, everybody eats cookies. So that's actually one of our (laughs) favorites. This is about our fourth or fifth year. And when I tell you there are tables and tables and tables full of cookies, it is just so fun. Oh, that sounds (laughs) great. I know the kids love it. They will love that. They will. It's 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 called the cookie dash. So you know, it sounds like that the kids who are participating in the drumline, especially your stick masters mm-hmm. who actually mm-hmm. get to go out, probably are able to develop a cer- certain sense of pride in being a part of that drumline. We try. We try. But on the other side of that, we don't compete. We don't do competitions. So next week, we've been invited to a drum battle, but we don't do any battles because for me personally, I don't feel like that's really in line with our mission. That's not our mission for them, not to see whether they're better or worse or whatever. So we will go and do an exhibition 
but we will not compete. It's all about competing against your own best, exactly. isn't it? Exactly, exactly. For them, they'll be able to do that when they get to high school. Yeah. You know, if they become part of the indoor drum lines, they will be able to compete. Or if they even go, you know, wherever they go to college, they can do the competition. There. That's not what we're instilling in them now. Right now, again, it's a love for the arts, the experience to get them involved with music, 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 music and just be able to have fun and and have experiences, be able to go to all these different places and events and cultural events and activities. That's what this is all about. It just keeps them off the streets. You know, you don't want them to get involved in negative. There's such a negative pull out there and you're always, you know, there's always bad stuff that they can become involved in. So we want them to not even feel as if those are options for them. Yes, you have other options. You can actually do something constructive and be a part of your community. And we also have four after-school programs here in Huntsville as well. I was going to ask about that. Those are fairly new. Those are fairly new. I would say probably within the last, I guess, two, two to three years that we started after-school programs in four different schools. They're all schools that probably have 90, 90% free lunch or reduced lunch a demographic. And so a lot of the children are underserved and you know underrepresented. So we wanted to make the drum program available to them as well. So, you know, in case they don't have the resources to mm-hmm. come to our facility. So we actually have, and again, that's thanks to the Arts Council and our local Arts Huntsville. Uh, we have a set of drums in all of these schools. So we just go over there after school, Monday through Thursday, and we do an hour and a half program at each of these schools. And it's open to third through fifth graders over there as well. And these, so, that way they can just stay after they school. They stay after and, school, right. So all they need is somebody to come back and pick them up. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, and really you provide cool. the instruments? We provide the instruments. Everything is you know, again, through these grants, <laughs> you know, thanks to these grants that we're getting. And then also to donors. We have donors who have just really been good to Huntsville Drumline, individual donors. We've got, you know, our legislators who assist with us. Um, we've we've just been blessed, I would say. Yeah. Well, and I think you've been a blessing to some oh. a number of kids <laughs> in Huntsville. Take us through what would happen. Let's, let's take my mythical first grade. Okay. (laughs) Take us through what you do when you get a child in who's never had any musical background or experience with musical instruments. Sure. So a first grader, and that's actually when we start first grade, we've actually had some younger ones to come, but they come for one hour once a week. So the first 15 minutes is spent exercising. Now, there's a reason for that. We want to try to wear them down (laughs) because the second 15 minutes is when they actually learn to read music. We're actually teaching them the basics, you know, the quarter notes, the eighth notes, half notes. You know, we're teaching them that and then we're teaching them the rudiments. So in order for them to be still, because, you know, sometimes little ones are like herding cats. (laughs) Yes. And they've been in school they've all day. They've been in day, school sitting. Been... So we start them off and we work them out and then we run outside and do laps. So by the time they come in, they get some water and they are exhausted. So that means they're not really just jumping around or whatever. You know, It's easier for them to listen when they're tired. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that's why we're doing it, but that's why. So then we teach them through, you know, we take them and let them 
actually learn the rudiments. They learn the single stroke roll, the double stroke roll, paradiddles, all everything that's percussion related. And then after they do that, we try to get them to march a little, which is always hilarious. But <laughs> <laughs> they do it. They do well, it. Well, but they, you have yeah, to. That's what you've got to start exactly, somewhere, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. So by then, it's about 20 minutes to six and then we'll let them get on the drums. So they're only on the drums maybe 15, 15, 16, 17 minutes. You don't want them on too long. Mm-mm. It's It can be, you know, torture. So well, I, For everybody concerned, everybody, I imagine. Everybody. Well, and then, too, if that's really as long as a child will, that mm-hmm. age can concentrate that's right. on that's right. on, a, on learning something in right. it. I would imagine it just devolves into a lot of hitting and yes, noise pretty right, quickly. Right, if it, right, if, if you go too long. Yeah. So, yeah, now every now and then, like, let's see if there's a, a – there's let's say if, if Halloween falls on a Tuesday, on a practice day, and so you may only have, like, three or four kids who will show up for practice. Yeah. Then uh, sometimes we'll just let them go ahead and play and go from drum to drum and play the set drums and play the piano. We'll just let them have a blast. Let them have at it. Right, right. But other than that, no, it's very structured. I mean, from start to finish. And then at the end, after they've done that, they learn their cadences because they're always practicing for our end-of-season recital. That's always the goal. You know, they start as soon as they come in, they start – and then they start working on their piece for the recital. And then they get their snack and they go home. So it's pretty cool. If some of our listeners want to see the drumline, y'all are on YouTube, right? We do have some. We don't have many masters on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff out there because I don't care where you go. Cameras are always rolling. That's right. Always, always, always rolling. Well, you've got a lot of proud mamas and daddies. Yes, 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 and yes. But yes, we do have a lot of videos out there. They can also come by here. We have open practices. You know, it's not mm-hmm. you know, anytime we, we always have people who will stop by, but they don't stay long because it's really loud in here. It's, I suspect <laughs> it's pretty intense. It's I notice you've got earplugs yes, over there. By the, with sun. The, the, the mini masters have to wear their earplugs. Now, yeah. the stick masters, we don't force them to. We try to encourage them to. For our listeners in the Huntsville area, you never know when you'll run into the Huntsville community drumline, that right? That's correct. Just check our calendar, check the website, and it'll let you know when we'll be at the next place. Um, our calendar stays pretty full. Well, Angela, thank you so much for being with us, and thank you for the work you do with the Huntsville Community Drumline. You're so welcome. I appreciate this so much and just excited and just appreciate all your listeners, those out there who are supporting us. And I just can't say enough about the State Arts Council, Arts Huntsville, and for the opportunity that it has, the, the grants that I've received has created for Uh, the children in this community because that's what helps us to keep this program free to the kids. Oh, that's wonderful that that it is. We've been talking with Angela Walker, Executive Director and Founder of the Huntsville Community Drumline, and I'm Deb Boykin for Alabama Arts Radio.
This week on Alabama Arts, we head to North Alabama to visit with Angela Walker, executive director and founder of the Huntsville Community Drumline. Our goal is to get them to formulate a love for the arts and then be able to go straight from here to whatever band program and to be able to read music, but we definitely want to be an asset to the programs that are here. That's Wednesday, 9 to 9.30 p.m. Central on Troy Public Radio. Tonight on Alabama Arts, we head to North Alabama to visit with Angela Walker, executive director and founder of the Huntsville Community Drumline, an organization that introduces music and rhythm to the city's young people. It's been such a blessing. We have we actually have one young lady right now who is playing the cymbals in the Air Force. So she was one of our original stick masters back in 2012. We had another young man this past year who got a band scholarship up at Alabama A&M, and he's playing in their percussion section. And he's very special to us because he always comes back. Always comes back, he comes back to volunteer. You know, he started here when he was like 11 years old. I would say at least 90% of the students who leave here go on to play for their high school bands, and then several of them have gone on to college. Our goal is we want them to be productive citizens. But first, the news. 